0: Deciding who wins the game on this call. The call on the field stand. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. That's the worst call in the history of all sports.
1: Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. How many bad calls do we have tonight, JD? Uh,
0: I've got about two or three at this point.
1: Yes, that's right. We are here, and it is opening night for the NFL. Uh, We'll see what the over-under is on how many times one of us uh, reacts to the Eagles and the Falcons game that's on in the background. Uh, But tonight uh, is episode two, and not only is it episode two, but we have a special treat for you. We have our very first guest, and with us... Uh, Tonight is Dave Jewett of Weekly Pint Podcast and Diz Dad's Fame. Dave, what's happening? I
0: hope we lost you.
2: Dave. Better? There he is. All right, hold on, hold on. Three, (laughs) two, one. You know, you made your first bad call when you let me record this episode with you, right?
1: Hey, you know, that's what this this podcast is all about.
2: Yeah, man. Thanks for... Uh... First
0: might be a stretch.
2: <laughs> first one tonight. <laughs> there <least>. we go.
1: <laughs> it
2: is... Uh, I'm, I'm coming at you from uh, Team Trade Lev Bell. Just, just saying...
1: Dave is a Steelers oh, nice. fan, and yeah, Julio. He is. Uh, he's not too thrilled about his star running back.
2: No, I'm not. And by the way, we have our first interruption there, JD. So that's. I'm saying eight and a half is the over under. Who's taking what? Ooh. Is
1: that before we start talking about the players? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to call uh, over over on that one.
2: All right, I'll take the action. I'll take the under.
0: That, that was a hell of a catch,
2: though. I'm it sorry. It was. Nice. Truly was. But thanks for having me, guys. I, I, I appreciate it. I uh, have uh, I'm continuing my streak of being on podcasts without doing any research. So this is going to be really interesting. Um, we'll see where it goes, man. But, but thanks, guys.
0: Well, it- you, you knew we had to have you on since you're in our weekly contest and you seem to always be in that top one or two. So I'm going to get you on and steal all your strategies.
2: That's that's why I didn't do any research. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, it's it's great to have you on, Dave. Y- you uh, you and I always tend to ramble on, and uh, I know that you're you're going to be good for a rant at some point tonight. So uh, yeah, that yeah, that, some... that always makes for some good audio. So hey, <laughs> w- w- what are you what are you guys drinking tonight,
0: Dave? You're the guest of honor. We'll let you go first.
2: All right, well, I am drinking a, uh, an IPA with milk sugar, raspberry, vanilla, and donuts, which is one of Hitchhiker Brewing of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania fame's Whole Punch series. And they did one called Jelly Donut, and I shit you not, they put real raspberry-filled jelly donuts into the brew kettle. I saw the Instagram story, and this ish is really damn good. You are drinking a jelly donut. I am drinking a jelly donut right now.
1: Uh, All all I want to know is why didn't you send me one?
2: Uh, Because this is my last
0: one. (laughs) (laughs) And he just cracked them tonight, so that should tell you everything.
1: I did. All right, well, J.D., you got anything (laughs) good tonight?
0: Well, I promised you I'd step away from the smoked maple, so here we are. I am drinking a heretic juicier than you. Is a uh, New England-style India pale ale with mango flavoring. Uh, it's pretty good.
1: I don't even think you got That's the name of it right. It's juicier than thou.
0: Oh, you're right, it is. But, but they are hey, pretty good. At
1: they are pretty good.
0: Look at that. This is great. <laughs> this is what happens <laughs> when you just start drinking and you really shouldn't be. Uh... Man. That's why I only drink smoked maple because I can say smoked maple. That's exactly.
1: <laughs> well, th- th- that's a good beer. Um, I got I got a beer here called Fuzz Magic uh, from Illuminated Brew Works in Chicago, and it's a it's a double dry hop double IPA. And, uh, nice. It's, it's pretty pretty darn good. I'm I'm enjoying it. The bomber is not going to get me all the way through this podcast though. So also since <laughs> It is opening night for the NFL. I got myself a little sidecar of a Blanton's Blanton single nice. barrel bourbon.
2: Look at it! I thought we were gonna have halftime. time. You know, isn't it's a football podcast? I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, where's my bourbon?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: it, it's hey, it's opening interruption night too. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no catch.
2: Yeah.
0: No catch. That was a no catch.
2: There is a, there is a Falcons challenge on the field currently.
0: Um, I, uh, you know, another bad call. How about that? There you go. There you I'm have putting it, my count at four now.
1: There you have it, folks.
0: Well, you
1: know, Ow. seeing as it is uh, football opening week, we are an opening night. We did some minor research, and we hope to uh, – confused the hell out of you. We we've, we've picked some players here and, and we're going to talk a little bit uh we're going to start out here by talking about some quarterbacks. Uh Josh, who do you uh who do you like this week?
0: Well, likes a bit of a strong statement. Uh, <laughs> looking at a value play here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to play some Case Keenum this week, I think. Coming in at going against Seattle at home. Uh, That defense is completely different. kingdom has got himself another good defense in Denver so that he doesn't have to do a whole lot. He doesn't have to try too hard, and he's familiar with Seattle. So, you know, from his time with uh, St. Louis two years ago.
2: I don't think that's that bad of a call. I mean, I know that's the name of the uh, the podcast and all, but uh, <laughs> so here, here's my thing. If you're if you're playing DFS, he's going to be completely underowned, and he's he's definitely going to hit value. He's probably going to get past it because Seattle is is J.D. pointed out is like a complete shell of itself at this point. So I I got no qualms, dude. Justin? No. It's, oh damn. You know,
1: Keenum, Keenum seems like like he could be a uh, decent decent play here. Without uh, he's not going to have a lot of ownership, I don't think. And and so that that's something game theory, especially if you're playing tournaments, some something you want to gear yourself at. So um, I, I'm not going to totally underwhelm uh, or, or undercut this call for you. So. I, I think we, we're starting. To, I'm surprised is what I'm saying. JD usually usually you got some pretty uh, pretty weird <sighs> ideas. So
0: all right, moving on. Let's
1: do it, <laughs> Dave. Dave, how about you? You got any ideas uh, leave, on quarterbacks? Leave,
2: leave, yeah, leave, leave that ish up to me. I mean, do I go homerism right now because the rest of my list is all homers, or do I actually uh, go a little bit off the board? Um, it at it, it, this point. I got a couple that are interesting to me. Right, um, Rivers at home on the West Coast against KC, who not the best defense, not the worst defense, but you got you, you got your boy Allen back. You got the two Williams uh, and and uh, and and you know Antonio Gates. So I I just don't see how he can fail in that in that position he's he's sitting at it's 6400 on dk um i just it's it's one of those where i don't know how much ownership he's gonna have i don't know how much ownership this game in general is gonna garner and it's it's one of those at least for me sneaky plays that you can get a lot of value it's 6400 a quarterback um and the other one I, that is is really kind of in in the same ballpark for me is breeze for four hundred more against Tampa Bay at home on the fast track in New Orleans. so i mean you have you have a bit of an issue with uh i mean if you if you really want to want to get down to it um i i don't know can you can you say there's a dearth of of wide receivers in in New Orleans, you have Thomas. All I do is uh, is, is catch balls deep downfield. Ted Ginn, and then a bunch of like two-star recruits. Like I, I don't know. And but has Meredith,
0: has Meredith, been ruled out of that game.
2: Uh, it is. He's not showing up on the it, with an injury tag at the moment. Looking at uh, at DK.
0: Not that that changes the two-star recruit thing. I'm right. just trying to make sure everybody knows who we're talking about here.
2: No, but, I mean, you, you got that. And, I mean, Kamara factors into that. He's going to get the workload with, with, with Ingram out. I mean, Gillesey's going to might snake some stuff. But, but, but really, I mean, I, I, I guess if you look at game stack theory, there's not a lot, of, not a lot going on. But how do you pay for Kamara and Thomas? That's the real question.
1: Well, well, being as it is week one and um, we have some situations that are bearing out that um, different starters and stuff like that, there's definitely value out there. there there's a couple uh, free squares that you can go after this, this week and, and you can fit a lot of studs in your lineups. It just depends on which ones you want to go after. I like the Breeze call. Um, mm-hmm. t- Michael Thomas is sure to be a popular play. Tampa seems to be in a little bit of disarray right now with the um, with Jameis Winston going to be out, and their defense hasn't been that great. So I, I do like that call. I, I especially think with Ingram out for New Orleans, uh, they're going to have to be a little more pass-heavy than they were Last year, because Kamara's not the kind of back that can stand up to, to a, a huge uh, workload out of the backfield. But um, on, on the same note, uh, Philip Rivers is is a guy that I I really have been looking at because that that game looks like it could be a shootout to me. Kansas City, and we'll get into this with some of the other guys that that i uh that i have on my list here but keenan allen is is my is my top target at wide receiver but let me let me get in on with my uh quarterback here i got i got a i got a top-notch guy and i got a value play so tom brady he's the goat he's, boo. yeah boo he, he just wants to win all your money for you so yeah i know uh, right Brady uh, in 2017 against the Texans went for 378 yards and five touchdowns for a 146 passer rating.
0: He also had three fumbles that game. Just yeah. yeah. Keeping FYI. That. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. I- I'll take I'll take it with with the Well, other- yeah, I
0: mean, he he scored 39 points, so yeah, you- you'll take it, but with the I other mean-
1: stats, I think that he's uh you know, on this main slate, which is probably what we're focusing on here for Sunday, he's probably your top bet. He will probably be one of your top quarterbacks uh, That's uh, as far as an ownership standpoint. But one of the things about quarterbacks is usually there's a, a wider spread um, out in, in ownership than there are at the other positions. So you can... You could throw a Brady in there and not be completely sunk from a standpoint of he's the only buddy, only guy anybody's playing.
2: Um, it, it, and Justin, to your point, he's only four hundred dollars more than Breeze. So which, so which way are you going? I mean, that, that's what it really comes down to. I mean, you can find value to get Brady into your lineup, just that, overall.
1: That game last year between the Patriots and and the Texans with Deshaun Watson was it was a shootout. I think it was sixty six points on the total or something like that. It it, yeah. it 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 this game has the potential to to go for for a lot of uh, a lot of fantasy points. So as you'll see with I, some of, with some of my other calls. So
0: real quick. The game last year against the Texans, which was a phenomenal game, but I don't think this game comes anywhere near what last year's was. Uh, You were missing J.J. Watt, if I'm correct, in that game. Yep. Yeah. So the last time prior to that game, the Patriots played the Texans in the postseason of 2016. Brady only went for 287. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. I say that like it's a terrible game, but that's only seventeen and a half points in DraftKings. At seventy two hundred bucks, I'm not sure that's I don't think that's value. I don't know so, um, outcome is what I'm looking at.
2: I, I don't I don't disagree. Um, the the issue is if you're looking at DraftKings, where the hell are you gonna spend your money this week? Well yeah, can, at
0: week one you can spend anywhere. I mean well, well, really you well, can
2: spend anywhere. Like like Justin said, you have so many free squares right now. You have at least one at wide receiver and one at running back, without even yep. thinking. So where are you going to spend your money? And I, I I honestly think it's going to drive ownership at Brady because people are going to do exactly what I just said and say, well, I got eight hundred bucks left. I might as well go from Breeze to Brady. He's 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 playing, he's playing a, eh, Houston secondary and. It's Tom Brady. Why not? Why not take him week one? But I mean, his his stable of receivers is uh, is about as good as the local high school's stable of receivers right now.
0: I would so, say using so. stable might be a bad choice. Yeah, 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 You're
2: right. You're <laughs> right. Or, but I don't know. Where do you keep goats?
0: Well, like, you know, that, and, and, and
1: I almost feel like this. You know, they're coming off. They lost the Super Bowl. They're they're so they're not coming off one of these highs where they're gonna let down. I think they're a little bit hungry, and and you got to be coming somewhat near the end of this Brady era. I think they're gonna be be trying to make a statement coming out of the gates here, and and so I think there's a good chance that they go off, and and this might be the best value that you get uh, as far as pricing is concerned. Uh, on the year for a lot of these Patriot players that that we're going to talk about, but um, the other guy that I had listed as a value, uh, some might say that he's a uh, redheaded stepchild.
0: Uh, ah, the red rocket, baby. <laughs> but,
1: but the red rocket, Andy Dalton. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Red rifle. Red Don't. rifle. Red, red rocket is totally different. <laughs> Don't.
2: Is that the uh, dog? Wow. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Whatever. Right. He's kind oh. of a dick too, so yeah. that, that doesn't matter to me. Okay. I'm uh, a up So, dude. Anyhow, <laughs> get this back yeah. on. Politics
0: the, out.
1: On, on the uh, on the rails here. they the, he's playing the Colts. Colts' uh, defense has been terrible uh, for the last couple of years, and I don't think that they did anything to solidify it. That they're they're in in the dome this week. And AJ Green is healthy. It, it it looks to me like this is a spot where uh, not a whole lot of people are probably going to be paying too much attention this That's week. No. to the uh, to the Bengals and and he might be a good good place to find some sneaky uh, sneaky points for a lower price. So
2: Red Rocket's always trying to find sneaky stuff.
1: Just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, Uh,
1: moving on. uh, Moving along
2: now, an older gentleman.
1: (laughs) Running back? uh, Dave, what are you looking at for running back?
2: Oh, dude, I'm going back to the well. I'm going hard back to the well, way back to college, to my man, Saquon. So I know there's the injury issue. I know it's the fact that he's playing the Jags. But if you want to go off the board, I am almost one hundred percent sold on this Giants game, and here's why: every single oh. play, th- th- this is this is going to be the cheapest you get Saquon Barkley all year. Sixty seven hundred on DraftKings. Going up against a, yeah, it's Jacksonville, but yeah, it's 2018, not 2017. I and I'm going to digress here for a bit, but Beckham's in the same category, and frankly, Eli at 4700 is egregious. If you want to go off the board and you won the milli- if you want to win the millimaker with something that people are like. How in God's freaking name did you get to this lineup? That's the stack you need.
0: Well, it's it's definitely off the board. I will give you that one. That Jacksonville defense is no joke, and I think they're going to be even better this year. Pittsburgh hung so, half a
2: hundred them last year and lost, just saying.
0: Well, you can say that all you want, but you know they <laughs> lost, which is the –
2: the end yeah, part of yeah, it. yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Chicago's well, Super Bowl the, hopes well, this year. Too, so. <laughs>
0: well, well, the <laughs> thing is that uh,
1: Dave, Dave is right, and and JD is right here. Uh, the Pittsburgh hung fifty on them and and lost, but it doesn't matter. We're looking at uh, how many fantasy, point, fantasy points we can get out. Uh, if Barkley was to have a breakout in the first game, we we surely would be. Uh, it would be a stout test and and you're right his price would go way through the roof. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm I'm on board with that that is definitely some contrarian thinking. Um, we'll 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 have to revisit that after after the
2: weekend. Um, any uh... so, <laughs> so 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 Barkley's Barkley's my kind of like all right yeah, if you really want to swing for the fences, go for it. Um, I think it's sixty-seven hundred. He's one of those guys that, with as many free squares are out there, you can pay up for him if you really want to. If you consider sixty-seven hundred paying up, um, but the most egregiously priced person on the board is probably Rex Burkhead at forty-two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> yeah. He he's he's definitely yeah. for for the Patriots. Uh, starting what do you running for 4, bucks? back which as uh, as anybody who's played fantasy for a while trying to guess what what bill belichick is going to do uh, with his running back position can be kind of uh, nightmarish but it's definitely somebody he's going to be he's going to be pretty chalky this week he's, he, there's a lot I of there's a lot of value there i'm I'd probably place it at, like, 65% that he does find the end zone this week. I just know how much uh, yardage he's going to get. I don't think he's going to play too big of a role in the passing game. Uh, That's kind of why my value at running back this week would be James White as a pivot off of Burkhead. I think that James White is going to get – a lot of action in that short passing game that that the Patriots like to use and think that he could be the sneaky play that puts you over the top and and gets you not just into the money but kind of higher higher up that board uh, from a tournament standpoint
0: so uh, we keep bringing up value real quick what type of return are you guys looking at on your money what do you consider value do you want two times your money, three times your money. Are you, you know, dreaming and going, give me five times my money and let's see what happens. Well,
2: for, for me, Burkhead at 42 and frankly, White at 4,000. They're basically in the same ballpark for me. Um, but but if you look at it as a, a realistic stat line for Burkhead is 60 yards and a touchdown, right? Maybe a reception or two. So you're at 14, 15 points, which is... Three and a half X, yep. which is fine for me at 4,200. Um, and I think he has like three touchdown upside, all f- all from the two yard line.
1: And, and what I'm saying he's is, he's gonna
2: do
0: the Jerome Bettis, yeah, three touchdowns, yeah, four exactly. carries,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, like the uh, the, the D'Angelo Williams in the uh, what NFC, like week 16, week 17, yeah. 2000, whatever, he had four touchdowns from one yard.
1: Or, yeah. or or what Mike Gillisley did for the Patriots at the beginning of last year.
2: Exactly. Uh,
1: but uh, the thing is, when you're talking about value, it's not exactly what you're getting back on, what you've invested as far as your personal dollars, but what, what you paid in salary for these players. And from a tournament standpoint, I, th- I think you're looking for a minimum of 4X with an upside of – of eight X is is what you want. You're from a tournament standpoint. You're looking for upside more as, as much or more than you are for just uh, return on on standard value of what you would want in in a cash game per se. So
0: well, that's another clarification for the people that haven't turned the podcast off yet. Is that <laughs> when we're talking about these players, is we're normally talking in term in a tournament setting because we all do play in a weekly tournament together so just to keep that in mind we're not talking about a head-to-head we're not talking about your gpps you know trying to get into your millimaker with some of these guys for the most part i think we're talking tournaments
2: yeah i'll, I'll, I'll reference cash if, if i'm gonna go cash because okay
1: yeah, absolutely. There, that, that's 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 a good clarification. There, we we do we play a tournament that's like got about ten participants, so you can't play just your standard cash lineup. You need to take a little bit of a swing for the fences, but uh, if if we do, we'll reference cash because. If you want to keep playing tournaments, you gotta to play cash and be profitable. Otherwise, you'll run out of money real fast.
2: Or you're just gonna to have to re up every week. One or the other.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. but we don't all have Dave money, so we we like to be a little bit smarter with that.
0: <laughs> I don't even have JD money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, my my higher priced running back that I was looking at this week and. It's funny in, in all the research I've been doing I haven't really seen a lot of a lot of the analysts talk this guy up much this week, but uh Kareem Hunt to me seems like a good good place you can go who isn't gonna have a ton of ownership on him just because I think I don't think it's because he's a bad play. I think it's just because there's there's so much value out there and some of the other names are a little more sexy this week, like girly or whatever, but one of the things with the Chargers is they have a pretty good secondary, and so the running game tends to be a bit more open for for their opponents, which is why I think that Kareem Hunt could be a target for this week.
0: Yeah, so the Hunt play, I can't argue with. The guy put up 28.3 and 42.6 points against the Chargers last year. The question becomes, how much different is this offense going to be with a new coordinator and, more importantly, a new quarterback? So that'll be an interesting one to watch for me. And I think the Chargers defense is actually a top three, top four in the league right now. It
1: it may be that Charger defense is pretty good, but I was seeing some reports that Bosa um, is hurt his foot. Yeah, is pretty questionable for this week, which also opens up a little bit more room on that on that front line there. So that's that's kind of why I was aiming at Hunt, and uh, we'll, we'll see. How what what did you look at this week, Josh from from your running back Sam point.
0: Oh, I'm I'm all chalk. I'm Camara. Just take my money. That's who's getting it. The guy put up thirty-two and thirty last year against Tampa. And he did it on ten carries and nine carries. So it's a pretty good day. He did both games actually have six receptions for 84 yards. So if you give me nine carries for 50 yards. Six carries for eighty yards and a touchdown. I will take that.
1: Hard, hard, I mean, that's, to, hard That is to almost
0: four yeah. times. Almost four times. Yeah,
1: hard, hard to argue with that. He's he's definitely going to be the chalk this week. Kamara just blew everybody away last year from a return on investment standpoint. It, and 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 from my point of view you might want to get in on him early because while they have to ride him with Ingram out on suspension he might get worn down pretty early this year so it it's it's definitely the place to play him the, Tampa stinks I mean it's kind of
0: it's yeah I don't think they ride him that that much more just because Ingram's out Mostly because I don't think they're going to have to this game. But what he does with such a limited amount of touches, I mean, that's where your value comes in. Um, Real quick, I wanted to throw this out there because you mentioned James White as your value, and you guys were both, you know, 4,000. That's great. The last three times he has faced Houston, 3.8, 2.4, 1.9. I'm not sure for four thousand. I'm willing to risk it.
1: I mean, I can see your uh, point, but they don't have Deion Lewis on their squad anymore, and Burkhead is an injury risk, so it, it's definitely not somebody I'm looking at in cash. But I, I could I could see where you're where you're going there. But you know, I'm I am here as the host of another bad call. So.
2: <laughs> so- so, so the other the other real interesting question is Gillisley at 3,400. If you're going to play Kamara, and and Josh, you're saying that, you know, you, you don't think they're going to ride him for, what, 22, 24 touches, right?
0: Yeah, I figure he'll go somewhere in the 16 to 20, All right, maybe so if you go to, like
2: max. So if you go 16 to 20, you got goal line carries, and, well, that's not even true. Who the, who the hell knows what's going to happen there. But, I mean, are, are you going to stretch for Gillisley at 34, or is there too much... Too much value elsewhere that you're not you know, even gonna touch it.
0: I'll probably go with Gillis Lee in the GPPs. All right. You know, I'll take Camara in our tournament because I I honestly believe that if you're not getting some share of Drew Brees or Camara this week, that you're not gonna be in the conversation. Cool. So, right, so
1: that's pretty bold. Play. Uh,
2: I like it when
0: I say not going to be in the conversation, I'm saying because everybody else is probably going to, you know, at least half the field. And, you know, we're talking about 10 people, at least five people are going to be playing Kamara or Breeze. That's my expectation. I would not be surprised if eight people play Kamara.
2: I was just going to say, I would say more likely eight people are going to play Kamara and you're going to have two guys play Breeze. And the, the difference might be whether or not Kamara receives three touchdowns or runs for three touchdowns.
0: Correct. And I I would not be surprised if he gets one of each. Yep. You know. I agree. So, you
2: know, I'll one do, of it, each it, again. It, Ten
0: it, carries. That might be the first did.
2: quarter, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he might he might have he might have sixty five or seventy five total yards a, a touchdown, rushing and receiving. I mean, yeah, he
0: he may not play yep, the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're so. right.
0: Okay. Uh, also, over under of how many times I'll be right in one podcast? We are way over. Yeah, just saying.
2: <laughs> you overunderstand it, 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 it was set at like 5. half. Yeah, point five. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we got to let uh, you take the layups second. every now and then, otherwise people will stop listening.
2: Oh, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. It's I'll agree, fair, that was bad. but it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, w-
1: what are we uh, thinking a receiver this week?
2: Well, I got. Uh, can, can I ask one question before we get off a running back? What in God's name is going on with Christian McCaffrey?
1: Well, well, he doesn't have a T in his last name for one.
2: There, did I, did I spell it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> if not, you
0: at least pronounced it wrong. So <laughs> yeah, what whatever. I, what I don't care if Pennsylvania <laughs> shit happens.
1: Christian McCaffrey is uh, like the, he's like the the There's darling. No team, shit, he's the he's the PPR darling of preseason he got a lot more work than you would think any starter would get in preseason, especially if you're comparing him to 31 other teams in the NFL. He, he's interesting. He's a small guy. It, it'll be interesting to see if he can stand up to, to the feature back role.
0: Yeah. That that one's going to be an interesting game. I'm not really sure what to think about that. I mean, we're, what, two, three years removed from Cam Newton just being, you know, a plug-and-play starter. Last year, he was a just kick him off your team because he's useless. And I think McCaffrey's getting a little more hype than he should. There's too many other weapons now.
2: I'm not I'm not saying he's not. I just don't know why he was rode so hard in the preseason. Like if if that's what you're gonna do, then I I don't get it. I'm just asking the question. So
0: te- testing him out, trying to see if he can handle it. Uh you know, hey, you know, he didn't get a ton of number one time last year. So maybe they're just trying to show him the ropes a little bit.
1: Right. I don't know. He It it certainly was weird. You don't see that from any other squad out there running their number one back out there as much as they did. And and we all know that the goal line back in Carolina is Cam Newton. And while you're right, Josh, a lot of people did kick them off their fantasy team in season long, as did I last year. He actually came on at the end of the year and made, made a lot of value. So... It'll be interesting. He's got more weapons in the receiver core with DJ Moore. Uh, I the, that that Carolina team is somebody to watch. But as as I stated on last week's podcast, my pick to win that NFC South is is the Falcons. So it's gonna definitely gonna be sure. a, a a competitive division. That's for sure.
2: I'll well, tell just you what, the if
0: Atlantic ball- keeps playing this way, they won't be winning anything.
2: Yeah, well, they, they, they just got the ball on a uh, stupid, I'm going to kick the ball trying to uh, push people out of the way in a punt. Wow, that was terrible.
0: Yeah, that was a bad call by that
2: player. Yeah, yeah. We'll have Called him the- on next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> love
1: it, love it. Well, he will be on the street, so he'll be looking for work. I
0: was going to
2: say he's going to be looking
0: for some pay. So. Oh, he's looking in the wrong spot then. Never mind, yeah, scratch nice. that.
1: Oh, man, who's going to catch the ball this week?
2: No Um, one. No one. (laughs) Go for it, Josh.
0: All righty. So mine is just uh, Tyreek Hill. And part of it, I will tell you, I picked this guy up in Dynasty Leagues. You know, his rookie year, watched him in preseason, said, I got to have that guy on my team. And every chance I get to play this guy, I play him. And this week is a perfect storm for it because Kansas City's corners are—they're bad. They're just not good anymore. And uh, I'm sorry, saying that backwards. I know, I know the Chargers are going to be tough. They got a really good secondary, but I think Mahomes is going to be launching this. And Hill has proved over and over and over again, whoever is guarding him he can blow by him. So I think my is going to be launching. Hill's going to do his normal. I get five, six catches for 60, 70 yards and a touchdown and I'll take it. I mean, he, the last three times he played them goes for 19, 20 and 17 at 65. That's three times your money. I'll take it.
2: Yeah. I'm, not, I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying no, He's not my favorite. I like I like Diggs better at 63.
1: Here's what I don't mm-hmm. like about Tyree Hill. He, the you you kind of alluded it to it there when you when you kind of confused the Kansas City defensive backs <clears> with <throat> with the Chargers yep. defensive backs. Chargers are the real deal. And like you said earlier, they're they're probably definitely a top 5 defense this year. And I think the way as I alluded to earlier, I think the way to attack that defense is is through the short game which which leans towards Hunt and and Kelsey. So I like Tyreek Hill this year, the Ty freak, I'm not sure this is the spot to get after him. He he's according to Pro Football Focus, he's got the a negative six percent matchup rating. Uh, against Desmond King this week, so he's not exactly on the on the top end of wide receiver cornerback matchups, and and that that might be one one reason to uh, to avoid him. Though all he really does has to do is break one big long one, so you never know.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he goes off for two receptions, sixty yards and a touchdown, you know, again. That's right there, fourteen points, which isn't great return, but you it's know, better than two.
2: That's manageable <laughs> at that point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so talking about great cornerback matchups with uh, high school players out of Akron. Um, oh wow! wow I, uh, show off my um, uh, I am saying that Juju Smith Schuster is going to go ham this week against cleveland
0: that's fun
1: does 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 he have a boat he should i i don't know i just i saw earlier today that they're predicting three to five inches of rain in cleveland on sunday so
2: uh. yeah well whatevs it's not a big deal. Really what what I'm getting at it, $5900 to get a piece of the Steelers passing game is ridiculously cheap when otherwise you're paying what, 86 for Brown. Yeah, you know you're going to get it, but are you really going to hit value? Brown might be the cash gameplay because you have the ability to get up to him, but if you want if you want to look at upside, I'm going to look at the guy who if if there is there's a player on the Steelers offense that is going to break out this year. It's going to be Smith Schuster because they have legit way too many weapons, even without Bell on the field.
0: Can you call it a breakout after last year?
2: I honestly think that you can because I mean it was he he, he had a legit year, but like it wasn't consistent. I I, I honestly think it's going to be a one two punch in Pittsburgh. Brown's going to get all, I'm crying in the end zone. She didn't look at me Um, like, like, like that, that shit's going to happen. And I'm not kidding. Um, They have, they have some significant talent in the passing game. You have a reasonable running back in Connor. If Lev Bell is back on the field and isn't an ass hat. No, he's an ass hat. If he's not more of an ass hat than he normally is, this offense is going to hang half a hundred on everyone. It's whether or not the defense is going to give up 70 points. And that's that's homerism right there, dude. I, I was 100% say, Pittsburgh that, homer.
0: That is pure pure homer. Pure homer. Also, how do you feel about the Lev Bell situation?
2: He can literally <laughs> go <laughs> pounce.
1: In, insert Dave Jewett rant time.
2: I, le, legit, dude. I was hoping and when you look at the actual ability that the Steelers have to do anything with Lev Bell, I wanted them to trade his ass for a number one pick and take Barkley and legit would not have to root for the New York giants because I have, I have been a fan of this Barkley kid uh, being the Penn state Homer that I am. Um, I, 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 I cannot express how much I think Le'Veon Bell is making a mockery of, holy shit, the Eagles pick? What the hell? That,
1: that was brutal.
2: That was brutal. we um, hour ahead, but 30 seconds behind. I'm telling you, dude. Oh, I just saw the replay. I was in a rant. So, <laughs> but, but, like, a, a mockery of, like, the Steelers, the, 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 I don't know a single person who thinks they're worth that much money. Like, asshat, dude. That's all I can say. He's an asshat, and, and he's going to end up somewhere else, and it is what it is, man. I, uh,
0: side note, if you're going to have a Steelers breakout, it's going to be James Washington. But that can be just like a friendly...
2: I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. Actually, the, who I want it to be is Ken Griffey's kid.
0: I mean, like, you can want you that this. to happen all
2: you want. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he couldn't right. make it with the Mariners. He's not going to make it with the Steelers. So,
1: Well, I, I'll just tell you, I'm not going to get on board with Juju for this week because
2: ben, ben
1: Roethlisberger's road splits are terrible, and there's a bunch of rain coming. The team seems to be in a little bit of a uh, –
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't.
1: want to call it mutiny, but they're not real happy because their running back is 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 taking a crap and, and doesn't want to show up. So I don't. He's think, an ass cat. I don't think this is the best week for your Steelers. I I picked the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl this year. I think they're going to have a great year. They have a fairly easy schedule, but the Cleveland Browns defense is uh, improving. They're they're not a joke. It's a divisional game. You, it's a road game for the
2: Steelers. I, are you saying they lose in, in Cleveland? I I am.
0: I,
1: I don't know that really? I'm going to say that they're going to lose, but I feel like it's it. one of those like grinded out 13-10 to 10 games and nobody has a statistically significant output. So uh, that's why... Especially in the rain. I think it's gonna be just a, a mud bowl. I, I'm not I'm not digging anybody in this game this week.
0: So All right, well, let me, I'm Cleveland's win Cleveland's winning this game.
2: All right, what's the wager?
0: The only thing that will stop that the only thing that will stop that is if Pittsburgh's offensive line decides to make a point to Bell by just being monsters this week. So that Connor can run all over the place.
2: Connor might get thirty-five carries in this game.
0: But how many yards is he going to get? That 30, like, thir- thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> more. More coming on that. It is Cleveland, so it might be sixty-five. But here's the deal: if he gets if he gets thirty-five carries, Pittsburgh's up six points. That that's probably mm. true. They, they, they're not getting. They're not going to lean on him. I don't care how shitty it is. They're not going to lean on him. Oh,
0: sorry. Okay. I thought you were trying to tell me if he gets 35 carries, that's going to cause them to be up six points.
2: No, 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 no. I got if you. He, if, okay. he, if they're up, he's going to get. He's, it's going to be like the second half from the Bettis era, right? Like, I mean, they'll be up 17-10 at halftime, and they will just feed Connor.
0: Well, especially with the great flood coming. I mean... Well, yeah, you know they they want to throw the ball around because you yeah. you can't get Brown hurt with a wet ball or anything. So
1: well, and, no, I, and uh, Todd He, he might Todd,
2: be on the <laughs> sideline. Todd Haley's an ass
1: Todd, Todd Haley's revenge.
2: Yeah, it, whatever. It should be interesting. Whatever. While
1: Tomlin I, steps I, out I, on
0: the field, I know. Come on,
1: I really, I, I don't know. It's just I have a feeling this this one's going to be one of those games that uh, nothing oh. exciting happens and. And I'll
2: give you thirteen ten. That, that
1: that's that's about how I feel about this, which which makes it a game where I don't want any of these guys from a fantasy standpoint. So, um, except for
2: flowchart except for flow, chart, except for flow chart Jesse James, <laughs> the one touchdown.
1: Eh, I don't know, but I, I want to talk about Keenan
2: Allen for a minute. Okay, I want to talk about AJ Green too. So you go. I,
1: I heart Keenan Allen um from all the research that I did this year looking for um who I wanted to target in season long and everything I I fell in love with Keenan Allen he he he's been great and then he had a couple of years where he had such such unfortunate injuries and then last year he he got it together he stayed healthy he put up uh, thirteen hundred ninety yards. He had an average depth of target at nine point three yards. Uh, he he was above average at every depth of reception in the league, from um, a yards gained and and receptions standpoint. And he's facing a, a, a Kansas City defense that is ranked. In the secondary, thirty-second, last in the league. Not only that, safety Eric Berry is very questionable for this game. I think Keenan Allen has an explosion. He's my play of the week.
2: Was that was was that uh, uh, Selick that just bobbled the ball and dropped it into Atlanta's lap? Could not have been because I'm pretty sure he uh,
0: retired from football.
2: I don't care. Or it might have is been not him. on Philadelphia. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was uh, 88, it, whoever it is. Uh, well, that was
0: probably Getter, I believe.
2: After my love fest. It doesn't fest, matter. I didn't hear anything Justin said because I was watching
1: this. After my love fest and <laughs> the stinking Falcons are in the red zone and Julio comes off the field.
2: Yeah, well, I wouldn't.
0: That's okay. It went to Coleman, and I had had Freeman playing, so, you know.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Anyway, I heart Keenan Allen. Yeah. yeah. So,
2: Keenan Allen. Yeah, go for it.
0: Whereas I understand the play, and it is a completely different team, I'm going to pull it up again. His last three outings against Kansas City, 12-3, 10-4, 11-1. Seventy five hundred, no, thank you.
2: And he might break his leg.
0: There's that. The other thing is, is in the past, Philip Rivers has had two options: Keenan Allen, Antonio Gates, and then it was Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry.
1: We just well, had, we, just, Hunter- we just had a missed extra
2: point. Wow, that was horrible. <laughs>
0: Hunter Henry.
2: really, like he's going to win this 13th Obviously not playing. Like, like it's a freaking highlight game.
0: <laughs> but this year, Phillip Rivers has... Okay, he, he's got Antonio Gates again, but who knows what that experiment's going to be like. I'm so excited.
1: Anybody, but he's got, anybody who's as old as I am cannot be good at football.
0: I think you guys weigh in about the same at this point, too. You got Keenan Allen... Tyro Williams, Mike Williams, and Melvin Gordon, who I believe is going to catch more balls this year. I think Keenan Allen, he's going to see his target share go down this year. But I still think he could be an okay play this week. I just don't like him at 75.
1: Okay, not only – I see you don't like that, but – Keenan Allen has a positive twenty four percent advantage on the wide receiver cornerback matchup. Keenan Allen is. What do the What do the other players have? Is the Chargers? They're not there. They're They're def, They're not even in the in that picture. Um, I, I'm just telling you this. This is Keenan Allen's team. Yes, they have a lot of weapons, which is why maybe the Chargers need to be taken a little more seriously, especially with their defense but uh as ugly as a philip rivers pass is it usually gets where it needs to be and keenan allen catches a lot of them that guy just like i said his average depth of the tar- target went up this past year and, and he caught a hella ton of balls so so who
0: has more keenan allen receptions this week or philip river has kids which one's more
2: how many kids does he have nine
0: <laughs> eight yeah somewhere i think there. it's eight, eight, eight right? I, I think it's like eight kids
2: dude that that dude can't stay off his wife whatever <laughs> good for him wow. i mean oh man well
0: <laughs> he he's got some good pass attempts let's just <laughs> let's just leave it at that <laughs> moving on
1: <laughs> wow at least they're all from one wife anyway
2: let's uh I don't know. It might be better if he lived in Utah. I'm just, just saying.
0: It is the Chargers. They may move again. Oh, sister-wise.
2: Brother.
1: Any. I I had a value receiver this week, and, and I don't have a lot of uh, statistical analysis on this one because he hasn't played with this team before. He's on a new team. Uh, but I think Danny Amendola, at, at his price, could – can be a sneaky little play for Miami uh, I think it's going to be a negative game script for Miami because I because really, it's
2: 2018 I,
1: I yeah the Dolphins are not going to be that great and and I think the Titans are are taking another step forward this year but I think when you have no Devonte Parker you got a Kenyon Drake that they're not even sure enough to list him as the lead back uh, on on their depth chart, and you got receivers like Kenny Stills and Albert Wilson, or who are like little uh, gnats on the outside that that, that only go deep. Damian, Danny Amendola is going to be Ryan Tannehill's security blanket uh, for those nice little dink and dunk uh, seven, eight yard passes, which I, I don't think he's going to have a a 200 yard two touchdown game, but I, I could definitely see a, like an eight for 60 and a score or something, which would definitely return value on his price this week.
0: Dave, you want to take this one or
2: no, nah, no, go go for it. <laughs> it's too easy.
0: <laughs> okay, first of all, does he make it through the first half before he gets hurt?
2: Yeah, that buddy.
0: is my first <laughs> question. Secondly, we are yes positive game script most likely. Uh, I will argue that the outlet vault, or the valve is going to be Kenyon Drake or. Um, Gusecki,
2: yeah, uh, buddy. If he's not just chucking boy. it,
0: if he's, not, oh, of course he is. If yeah, he, he is. unless he's just you know chucking it to Kenny Stills. The other side of that, the flip coin of that is, I don't know what Tennessee is going to be this year. So to come in and say that they're going to take another step forward should be interesting, just because again, new head coach, new system. Are they going to be that smash mouth team or not? I don't know. And you're playing with some really young receivers, so I think this is actually gonna be a low scoring game, and you're not gonna get a ton out of Amandola. Short of, you know, the big red cross next to his name by the third quarter.
2: Lockett forty three hundred is a better play, in my opinion. Tyrell the Gazelle is a better play at forty two. Um, hell, maybe even Moncrief with the injuries in Jacksonville. We don't know how that's gonna play out. Um I I don't know, man. I I don't know if I'd click on him. I'm not I'm not saying it's a win or it's it's a one hundred percent loss, but realistically, how many targets is he gonna have? Well, well I mean, all of
0: Amendola's value before who was his quarterback. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well here's what I'm saying. I'm I'm not saying this guy's gonna be like I said, he's not gonna get you two hundred yards and and two touchdowns or anything like that. And I'm just saying at that price range, when you're trying to differentiate yourself from other people in the field, he's worth a look because with Miami in my opinion probably playing from behind and like I said on their depth chart, they didn't even list Kenyon Drake as the lead back. He's a co-starter, so how can I don't I don't know how anybody I think he's a little bit overrated from what some of the people were, were looking at so far in the preseason, and obviously it's early, so we're, we're going to have to see. I don't. He's probably not going to be in my cash lineup, that's for sure. But it, it was just an interesting pivot for me, for value. Yeah, listen,
0: we're we're all throwing darts. I mean, it's week one. We're throwing darts. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to be realistic, we're all throwing darts. I'm just not sure I'd even be in the the same bars throwing at that dartboard with you when we're talking
2: about Amendola. Well, God, Godwin's at 41. Oh, there's
1: there's yeah, a I'm, there's a lot of value. I'm staying
2: away from that dumpster fire too. Interesting yeah, value else?
1: plays, but uh, he's got Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing the ball to him, so I I, I don't know. <laughs> so obviously we're we're kind of. Uh, all across the board here from wide receiver standpoint, uh, what are we looking at from the, the tight ends?
0: Well, I'll go just so you guys can have something to laugh at for a little bit. Um, I'm going to do the hard knock hangover and go with David and Joku at 34. I think he takes a step forward this year and why not against a Pittsburgh team that for the first time in a long time is actually a little weak at inside linebacker. Yep. And I've I've just upset Dave. No, no, no,
2: you're right. (laughs) No, you're 100% right. I don't don't disagree. So that's where I'm looking.
0: Um, I actually had Johnu Smith in there because I did not think Delaney Walker was going to be able to play this week. Uh, But – that old man just keeps coming and bringing it. So I switched off. I'm paying up a little bit more and I'm going with Njoku this year or this week, because I don't think a ton of people are going to play him. Well, that being said, he hasn't fared fared well against Pittsburgh last year.
1: Here's the thing. I don't hate the call from a theory standpoint. And if it's, it's interesting, Tyrod, at on that team he he's going to like he likes that little uh, short little dump off pass so certainly could be a good play
0: it's to rob but it just if you, if you watch hard enough it's to rob
1: <laughs> also i as i alluded to earlier I, I don't think i think this game is a dumpster fire so i don't think there's much of anything worth a whole lot in in the game so personally not who i would be looking at i would myself uh i got i got two real two plays that i really love this week and one of them i would go up just a little bit for uh jack doyle in indianapolis because that guy that guy was putting up points last week last year with uh i don't even remember who jacoby Brissett is that who was running throwing the ball in uh in Indy last year, and and he's got Andrew Luck back. Andrew Luck loves his tight ends, and
2: yeah, he does.
1: I, and I think <laughs> at, at, at three thousand six hundred dollars, Jack Doyle is like a home run play from the from the tight end perspective. He's probably gonna catch the ball like eleven times, and it might only get him eighty yards, but he's gonna find the end zone, and they're gonna need to try to keep up because their defense sucks. So, Jack Doyle for me is probably one of the best plays of the week. Uh, He's no.
0: Are you worried about? But that's. Are you worried about how bad that offensive line is? Also,
1: not in this standpoint because he's going to get the ball dumped off to him. That's why he's even more valuable because he's he, he's not going to have – Luck's going to have to dump it off to him rather than dump it up the field, throw it up – chuck it up the field to T.Y. Hilton. So
0: Who's the better blocking tight end, Jack Doyle or Eric Ebron?
1: Well, we know he, Eric Ebron can't catch the ball, so they might as well try to use him to block.
0: i. Uh... I think you're going to see a little bit more of Ebron going out on the slot. And Doyle's going to get used more in the blocking first. But you're right. Ebron has a really hard time catching the ball. <laughs> As somebody that has owned him since his rookie year, yes. It's it's painful.
1: So, uh...
0: By own him, I mean on my fantasy team. I don't want to.
1: <laughs> well... Um... I don't know, Dave. Who who are you looking at at tight end? Because I, I do have another play, but I'd like to hear hear your thoughts.
2: Well, now now I'm looking at Jasicki, To be honest, <laughs> at, at $2,900. bucks, um, four four catches, forty yards, free square. Just saying. Um, le- legit. I mean, there's the the obvious play. Which is just spend as much money as you can at tight end, and jump on Gronkowski, who is going to be the uh, the 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 only person who catches balls in in New England. But uh, I I. I think that Antonio Gates, if you're going to play him, it's it's early in the season, and I'm not i I'm not kidding. The dude might go, freaking, what, two for twenty-two with two touchdowns. He also might not catch a damn ball. So, I I don't know if I would play him in cash. Obviously, there's a lot of other options, and with as much value as there is out on the board these days, um, I'm I'm, I'm
1: Dude literally go dude literally rolled off the couch yesterday. I don't know about that. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> I wish we would have taken a screenshot of this video call the second you said gates because not only did Justin start laughing, not only did I start laughing, you started laughing <laughs> yeah, exactly. As you said gates. <laughs> All three of us <laughs> laughing at the same time. That would have been perfect. If that doesn't speak confidence in your play, I don't know what does. When you said he might go two for 22, I thought you were talking uh, two <laughs> steps before 22 takes on that oxygen tank. Because as Justin mentioned, he just fell off the couch yesterday.
2: It legit might be, but like, like, dude, tight ends one or, one or the other. You're either going to play Gronkowski because he's the obvious play. You you might say, yeah, I remember Jordan Reed from 2016 when he wasn't injured. You might you might say Eifert, but why would you? And um, I'm not taking Justin's other guy. <laughs> well, I mean, so I'm going Mike Sicky at twenty nine hundred bucks. That's where I'm at right now.
0: Uh, I feel much better about that one.
1: Oh man, I gotta tell you, you're you're right. Dave alluded to it. I. Don't think that there is going to be a better week on the season to play Rob Gronkowski, though you're going to want to play him a lot this year because the man is going to live in the end zone. I think this might be the year that he he breaks all of the tight end records because after this, he's moving into the Playboy Mansion and he's, he's done with football, and, and, and so might be Tom Brady he has got an 18% favorability matchup he's projected as the second highest uh points this week from Pro Football Focus at 24.9 I at 6900 DraftKings was making a joke out of his price this week it he should be priced at 8000 for for what what he's he's probably going to do because there are no very little other receivers in New England. Oh. I think New England comes out and tries to make a statement. Gronk and Brady all day. I I don't know. Tell me why I'm wrong.
2: You're not. Although the, I, I I'm flipping down through here there's a dude named Jay Butt. Jake Butt. Day. Yeah, we should, we should Tied in for him. Denver. Yep. Yeah, we should play him.
1: Michigan. I think he's from Michigan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He, he uh,
0: blew his knee in a in a bowl game, I believe.
2: Yeah. He also lost to Penn State, so whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah, it, at at sixty nine hundred. No, I, huh? no I, I just remember, it. I with remember Gronk, making. I mean, you kind of have to. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, if it was 8K, like you said, Justin, no one's going to no one's gonna bite. If it was 72, you'd have people. 6,900, people are like, just jam them in.
1: Like, like we were saying, all the free squares, you've got Rex Burkhead this week. you got got uh, James Conner, who I don't like, but you got Keelan Cole for the Jaguars at 3,800. You can fit three or four of these high price guys in your lineup and, and, and feel really good about it because the guys, the guys that are low price that are the free squares because they're gonna get the opportunities are, uh, are, are viable. and if they don't make it, they're probably not gonna completely kill your lineup. but um, it, it's definitely, in my opinion, the week to, to throw some of these big names together. Try to try to throw the value because as we move on in daily Fantasy on Draftkings, you're not going to get this this kind of pricing every week, so they've released pricing like four or five weeks uh early before the start of the season this year, so there's definitely opportunity for the people who are paying attention um.
0: And, and yeah, at the, at this price point you you can't ignore him. You just can't. But how many people are going to play him?
1: I I don't know. There could be quite a quite a few. I don't know. Maybe everybody's trying to fit Kamara and and AJ Green and and Keenan Allen and and one of those top quarterbacks in there and and they can't afford Gronk, but I I think Yeah, this is I, I think you better put put him in some of your lineups, definitely because I don't know four for four has him as their top value, and when he when you're the top priced player at your position, and you're listed as a top value, that's telling you something about a, a about a misprice. So
0: yeah, the I mean I mentioned this earlier with Kamara that again you're probably going to have at least six people that pep for Gronk. And if you don't have him, it could cost you any chance of being
2: competitive. Sure. So true. For sure.
1: So that leads us. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys uh, kind of came up with one of these, but I, I'm going to moniker this towards the end of the show as my chalk buster. And just, just we uh, I'm I'm talking about somebody who's gonna be chalk. That means, if, if if you're not really aware, chalk is somebody who everybody's playing. He's gonna be highly owned, and uh, you're not gonna feel bad about putting in your lineup because he's highly owned. But maybe if you if you take that step away, uh, a chalk buster you step away from this guy and you, you don't play him, you're gonna have 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 an advantage because I think the the guy most likely for me to to be chalked this week and to bust is James Conner from the Pittsburgh Steelers. The reason I say that is because the Cleveland Browns do have a tougher defense. It's gonna be a slog in that in that monsoon I I don't I think there's a good chance that that he disappoints and and I know everybody's going to play him this weekend and you almost have to in in some in some respects at that price but I I just think that there there's going to be nothing going on that game and he might carry the ball 30 times for 60 yards and not get in the end zone and, and so at that, he's not going to be a big, huge part of the passing game either. So if he gets you six points and you spent $4,000 on him in your, in your salary, you're not going to be happy.
0: I can't argue with that. Uh, and I'll let Dave go into this a little bit more since he is such a Steelers fan. Last year, if I'm not mistaken – their Pittsburgh's first game was at Cleveland as well. And Cleveland only gave up like 35 rush yards that game. And that was with bell playing. If I'm not mistaken, he didn't, he played a limited amount, but he still played.
2: Yeah. It's because he signed on Tuesday instead of ass hat day, which is going to be Friday. He's so not showing up. I don't, I don't <laughs> think, you, I don't think he's showing up the first three weeks. I don't think he's gonna show up the first four weeks. I hope they cut his ass. At any rate, that's besides the point. We're sending your damn <laughs> off. Rant number two. I'm pushing yeah. it. Well, no, though, it's it. the same rant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a, um, we hit pause for a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're wrong because he could easily have 20, twenty eighteen carries for sixty five yards and get get you six and a half points. Um, not catch a ball, knock it in the end zone. And it could it could legit be a fifteen twelve field goal fest. Um much like tonight's asshole game is. Um hmm. it could he could I I just don't know how you don't grab the value. Like that's that's my issue with it. Like I I'm I'm not trying to be Homer on this, right? But uh, you're going to have someone in that 38 to 42 range. Um, is it going to be is it going to be Burkhead, and you're going to you're going to worry about whether or not you know Belichick rides the hot hand in white, or are you going to go with someone that you know if if Bell's out and it's 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 pretty shitty out they're not going to get 22, 26 touches. I go upside at that point. That's just me, but I don't think you're wrong, Justin.
1: Well, well, a little sidebar here.
2: uh, if, If
1: you're looking at playing GPPs this week and you want to be contrarian, don't take one of the free squares. Go build yourself a lineup with... A lot of the mid-range players like Emmanuel Sanders and Jordan Howard. Well, Jordan Howard's not going to be on the main slate, but guys like that in that middle tier price, go ahead and, and build what looks like a balanced lineup, and you will be completely contrarian to what most people are going to be playing in these in these tournaments, uh, and you might have a chance to get your get your way to the top of the board. So. Got it.
2: I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. You're going to have so many people that are playing, uh, like like barbell double stacks, and if if you can find a bunch of receivers in that sixty-eight hundred to seventy-two hundred dollar range, um, <laughs> I'm getting attacked by a great dane right now. I, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 trying to focus, but if you can play a bunch of receivers in that you know seven K range and reasonable quarterback, some solid running backs there's a good possibility that everything goes off. You're exactly right. You're, you're, you're a hundred percent contrarian because not everyone's going to have three, um, solid wide receivers. They're all going to have, have bet on someone like Richard Matthews at 4,200 bucks to 10 X value. Yeah. That'd be
0: a bad play. Just throwing that real- one out there. Yeah, since since he's
1: probably not gonna play. That
2: yeah, that he's not gonna, gonna
0: start. He's gonna be. He came out and said he's probably playing limited snaps. So
2: right. Well, whatever. You know what I'm saying. I just pulled a name out of my. Well, butt.
0: no, I understand. I actually really like Rashard Matthews. Just not this week.
2: Right. So. I've uh, i I've I've, 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 I've I've felt he's done really well in the background for. Uh, I don't know. Since since he was in Miami, maybe.
0: Nice. Yeah, no. Yeah,
2: I mean, he's he's
0: captain consistent for them, and he's yeah, he's the quiet, sneaky play that people always forget about. So it- I, I got him for a dollar in my auction league. I, I was very really happy. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I was so happy. All right, you got a chalk buster there,
2: Dave? No, I don't. Do you?
0: You know, this was kind of thrown on me a little bit today. Uh, And I'm going to throw this one out there. I think Zeke Elliott is a bad play this week. Just because, yes, they have to give him the ball. They have to feed him nonstop. But I think they're going to be playing from behind. And that offensive line is a shell of what it used to be. I'm not saying he won't have a... Decent game. But I don't think he's worth the price. At 77, I'll pass.
2: Right. I don't disagree. I haven't even looked at him yet in anything I've even attempted to build. I, yeah, that's
0: I, no thats no stat backed or anything. Just this is pure gut. I don't want any part of Zeke. I,
1: I'm not going to. I can't argue with that. I don't know that he's chalk because I don't know that. A lot of people are on him this week, but uh definitely be one guy that I would would be looking to fade but um, he's he's probably actually a contrarian play this week, but we'll we'll uh we'll figure this thing out and, and, and uh, uh, what's uh
2: did he make it in there? They're saying he did. I'm six seconds behind. Stop ruining things.
1: <laughs> You're an hour ahead, but six seconds behind. It's. it's I
2: don't uh, understand this at all
0: fifty nine <laughs> minutes and fifty four seconds ahead exactly
1: <laughs> Jay has uh he found pater twice and and he, oh he just, man is he, that close. He just converted a two point conversion uh we got we got a little bit of uh, interesting stuff going on here on Thursday. Yeah, it's cross. Yeah, the plane. He's it's hit, the right call. He hit the plane. So um, that uh, I think that about does it for us tonight. Uh, um, we're we're obviously we're excited. We're we got some real football going on here. Um, I, I it's great to have Dave on with us. He he's got a he's got a passion for person of football and and, and he's, he knows how to spin some words to to make it sound like he knows what he's talking about. So
2: um, make it sounds like that's that's <laughs> what I shoot for. <laughs>
1: so uh, normally this time this uh, time of the podcast we're gonna have a, a a wager. I we never really figured anything out um, for. For this week, as far as what we're gonna do, so um, I want to. How many? How many games you want to give us, Dave, on the Steelers versus the Bears win total um, for the year?
2: Four and a half. Is You're gonna nine? give us
1: plus four and a half.
2: I. I they're gonna win six. So. Oh, Bear, that's a lot. Three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> the, the,
1: you're gonna give us three and a half. You, you said so. You're saying the Bears are gonna wear, win seven, and the and the Steelers are gonna win eleven.
2: No, it's probably gonna be ten six, but whatever. Ten
1: six. Um, I'll definitely. I'll take. I'll take the Bears on that because they're they're winning. They're gonna win eight or nine. So, um, we'll, sure we'll they have, are. <laughs> we'll have to agree to. Uh, for you to send me some beer when the bears uh, are, uh, right. are, are within that, that total. And, uh, I, I don't, I'm sure this is not going to be the last time that we hear from you on this podcast because, uh, you're fun to talk with. And, and we, um, I'm, I don't think that I could have thought of a, a better person to be our first guest. So I appreciate you coming on Dave, where, where can we find you on the interwebs?
2: So you can find me. Uh, I, I uh, basically hang out on Instagram at the at, at Weekly Pint on the Instagram. Um, you can find me on Facebook Page at my name, uh, David Jordan. You can search for me there. Um, I have like twelve other social media accounts, but legit Weekly Pint is uh, is where I've been been focusing that on, where we talk about beer. Mainly hazy IPAs, and we say that anything from the West Coast sucks because it does.
1: <laughs> well, we'll certainly put put your information in the show notes, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, JD, how about you?
0: You know the usual. You can find me uh, at jdwest22, both on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and as always, you know, hit up another bad call on at Gmail. Instagram, Twitter, uh, we can respond on those too.
1: Absolutely, you can find me at Justin M West on Twitter, Instagram. I'm JMW1977. Like JD said, Twitter, we're at Another Bad Call. Also on Facebook and Instagram, and coming soon, AnotherBadCall.com. I don't know what we're gonna find there, but we really would love your feedback. We love your reviews we want to hear from you if you agree with us if you don't agree with us we definitely are appreciative of all the feedback and interaction we've had so far and look forward to more because as as you've probably heard on this show it's just been